Wow. Woo! Okay. Motion never handed me that thing. Gosh darn it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode, another live broadcast. Coming at you through the internet, or I don't even know. I don't know how you get it. I guess if you technically, if you downloaded this and watched it later, then it wouldn't be through the internet at that moment. It would be on your local storage. I don't care how you get it. There's a Budweiser on Willie Doo's desk. I don't think he's drinking it. Actually, the can looks sealed from here, but who knows what well, might happen. As the show progresses, anything can happen. Anything mm -hmm. is possible on this show right here and only here. This is the Lou Later Show. Woo! Welcome, everyone. Welcome to everyone is what I would say. And here is Mo because I know you guys were missing Mo. So was I. I don't know. He was marching around. He's walking around. Today we have a lot to talk about and a great variety of crazy things that have happened in the world that you need to know about. And I promise you, you need to know about them. So you best hang around. You best make yourself comfortable, comfortable, comparable. <laughs> competition off to a good start C comparable you better make yourself comparable yeah you better make yourself a couch potato okay you better make yourself a That's top story of the day <laughs> just gives up samsung's <laughs> galaxy z fold 4 reportedly has an s pen silo <sighs> you okay there buddy <laughs> <laughs> yeehaw Lou, don't waste it all in the first quarter. We got four quarters to play there, sir. I only have one Budweiser here. Did you drink the rest? Neil, man, you better chuck that Budweiser over here because it's too much coffee and not enough Budweiser over here in this chair right now. I'll tell you what. Oh, boy. I like Samsung's folding phone. I've been using it for a while. I tried not to use it. I kept using it. I started using it again. They sent these new phones. I play with the new phones. Mm. I make the video on the new phones, including the uh, Ultra. Ultra, the Ultra phone. Yeah. They, they put the Ultra name on it. Uh, picture this, Mo. Okay. What about Z Fold 4 Ultra? What? Why don't you put just the, combine yeah, them? Yeah, just combine it. Because <laughs> yeah, that's okay. what they do with the Note series. They yeah. said, nope, Note's part of Ultra. Soon they'll just sell one phone. <laughs> I doubt that. <laughs> But I want an ultra version of the Z Fold 4. And the thing that's missing, the one advantage that the Ultra has right now is a place to put the pen. You slide the pen in the silo. There's a silo now. So imagine if the folding phone, which is the one I keep gravitating towards, I changed and, and, and I tried to use the other phone. And I'm like, nah, I just want to fold because I got so used to it. I unfold mm -hmm. when I'm unfolded. Yeah. When I unfold. I'm typing on an enormous keyboard. Yeah, I know. I've seen you. You love that. You thing. saw me doing things like that. You've seen it before. I see you browsing and scrolling. Yeah, exactly. You yeah. can see it from a mile away. Or you can see exactly <laughs> what I'm looking at because yeah. I'm on this giant display. You know what happened the other day? Let me tell you what happened the other day. I'm trying to watch the Super Bowl. On your phone? Hang on a second. You hang on right there. Okay. Uh, yeah, you're right. I jumped ahead. Way ahead. I'm watching the Super Bowl on a TV, okay. but I had to go out to pick up some food. Okay, mm -hmm. it was an intermission. It was uh, it wasn't a halftime show. It was just like a little moment, commercial break. I'm running out. Yeah, I'm waiting for the food to be finished. I take the fold. 
I bend the fold mm -hmm. ever so slightly, a slight bend, and I jam it into the dash section of mm -hmm. my truck. It's jammed in there. It doesn't even you look like it, it, it right? doesn't even look like it should be standing up properly, but because the thing is so damn versatile mm -hmm. and the crazy angle I could put on it actually stayed put. And I had this beautiful image of the game. I didn't miss anything. Right. While I'm waiting for the food to be prepared. Only a fold can do that. <laughs> Only the fold! <laughs> Oh boy! And it's so, gonna be one of these episodes. But anyways, but anyways, hang on. No, I don't know. It's a long show. No, I don't know. It's a long show. I'm just trying to welcome people. Right. Okay. Trying to make people feel welcome. Your stand up. Anyway, so listen, listen to me for a second. One thing about the fold, you have the fold, and you kind of miss some of the camera stuff on the ultra, and you obviously don't have a place to put this pen. And if they add that pen portion in terms of the silo, which is the rumor, to the next fold, they eliminate some of that gap. Probably the camera champ is still going to remain the ultra model, mm -hmm. but anything to improve the fold model, I'm, I'm for it because I've just been connected to it and using it now right. over, the, over the past year more consistently than anything else, yeah. including, oh, Will just reminded me, the, the video in which uh, you're, he's in it. He plays He's a huge star. role. Yeah. yeah. What a weird, what a strange oh. moment in no, Unbox Therapy this. history. This was a good moment? I love this moment. It's such okay. a funny skit. It was definitely a moment. And I'll give you really that. do kills it uh, with for, the punchline. Yeah. For anyone who, who hasn't it's a jump scare at the <laughs> enjoyed, <laughs> that's a very unusual video for the channel. Go check it out. Six months ago when the Z Fold 3 first came out. Anyway, I, yeah, I've been, I've been using the phone since then. It makes sense. Like, it's already tablet size. Mm. Give me other tablet features. Mm. Put the pen in. Mm. Well, I know it's already, uh, like, you can use the pen on it, but give it a body. You talking about like, the silo? Yeah. Mm. That's Mo, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, cool. Sick. Do it. Do it, Samsung. Take my money as the title implies. Will was very nervous to put that title. I what, couldn't think of anything. Is that what his title is? Take my money, Samsung? Sure. Yes. Yeah, I Sam, like it. Well, Samsung, they can. I mean, they have and they will. And I'm sure they've taken your money as well. Mac OS settings concept shows just how dated system preferences on the Mac actually is. Mm -hmm. hmm. They try to compare it with iOS and Mac OS, and they're very different. So, for example, I think the general tab here. General on macOS houses everything from accent colors, light, dark mode, appearance, and settings for a default browser. Whereas iOS, in general, houses software updates, airdrop controls, iPhone storage, date, time, and more. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and uh, you can see the renderings here, too. They did it pretty nice. Oh, man. <laughs> what? Will, Will is flying there. That's the most reading he's ever done on this show. He's yeah. like, I'm just gonna read this entire paragraph and more. <laughs> yeah, and he's never actually tackled it before. He just <laughs> decided. Well, were you impressed? With Today's the day. No, I just it caught me off guard. You're like, yeah, I'm gonna read this whole paragraph. I know. Right I here. dived into it, and yeah. it started to really dawn on me halfway through the paragraph that you were reading the whole paragraph. Yeah. Uh, so this is the difference left and right. This is our comparison here. No. Oh, what do we got? <laughs> this is just different uh, pages. As yeah. you can see, they have a sidebar now. 
Oh, you're saying updated system preferences. Yep. Oh, okay, cool. Mm. To, to like uh, keep up with the times. Yeah, and this is more of like a iOS kind of style here. I with got like you. With like the icons and everything. Colorful and uh, different toggles. Yeah, I got you. Okay, that's pretty cool. When do we get this? This is just the concept. Well. <laughs> well, unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> Wait, this isn't attention. real? No, it's not. Well, I mean, it's it, very could be, it could be real. People are complaining that there's a lack of cohesiveness. And this conversation has been going on for since iOS has existed. Like how those two different operating systems uh, should look and feel and interact with one another. Because obviously there's a lot of people who use both. Once, yes. once you have a MacBook, the chances are you might have a, uh, an iPhone too. And uh, sometimes they're they seem close together on certain things, and then other times they seem really far apart. So. I mean, look at this UI from, I guess the old one, yeah. like the really old Wait one, two thousand and one. Can I interrupt? Like, there's something pleasing about that to me, but that's just nostalgia, I'm sure. Yeah, sure. But you don't want. No, I don't want it now. Oh. I don't want it now. But it is nice. I know you. I don't know. I don't know. I it don't is know. a bit confusing. Like it's looking like at the spaghetti version. It's like spaghetti. Yeah. That's how it's I would describe like, yeah, exactly. it. It reminds, me, it reminds me of spaghetti. It makes me, you know. Um, the guy who Mo, designed most hung, it. Most hungry today, yeah, by the yeah. way. He was, yeah, did so you, hungry. beforehand, Will's trying to stay on task. Mm -hmm. Beforehand, the reason that, he, that Mo was running around is because he's like, I'm going to order food yeah. right here, right now, during this show. You guys suck. <laughs> I was like, well, that's a little much. It's a little bit and, harsh. And I didn't order you didn't? No. What were you going to order out of curiosity? I was actually looking at Pizza Hut. I was going to see if, pizza they, Hut. if they have the uh, the spicy, spicy pizza. You like my hands? <laughs> do you like my Do you like my hands? Uh, <laughs> uh, the spicy one, it was the spiciest they've ever done. Yeah, but it's not available on Uber Eats. Okay, 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 okay. You couldn't find it. It's a no. promo. It's a promo item. Um... So you ended up going with nothing then instead. Yeah. Okay. I'll just wait for after the show. So you just be angry for the remainder of this <coughs> broadcast. Yes, Will. Let's update the settings. I completely agree with okay. you. I am 100% uh, on board. The designer is called Basic Apple Guy. Hmm. And uh, you could check out his designs on his website. Actually, um, I kind of like his uh, I like kind of like his URL. BasicAppleGuy.com. Basic. The basics? Yeah. Very, I agree. It's very simple and clean. Mm -hmm. Nice. Uh, this is a weird story. I can break it down for you. Uh, this guy is a driver for uh, Instacart. And an order came in for a MacBook Pro. So this is a drive. Like you need an emergency MacBook. You just need a MacBook Pro quickly. And so you can order to have one delivered immediately. And there's a tipping section on the, uh, when you have an uh, Instacart delivery that you can leave a tip for your driver, for your delivery person. And this person who ordered the MacBook Pro left note didn't leave a tip. Mm. And the driver was saying, how are you gonna, uh, he went on TikTok and left a vi uh, put a video complaining about no tip. Mm -hmm. Saying, that's a MacBook Pro right there. We talking about no tip. Right. Uh, so first of all, before we dive deeper into this and don't scroll anymore, if there's a tip option on a MacBook Pro for a delivery person, are you tipping? Well, when I order anything, <laughs> I'm tipping. 
if there's a service being provided. When I order anything, I'm dipping. But <laughs> right. um, there's also a price that matters too, right? Yeah. What do you mean? Like a, a threshold? Uh, are the are more you going to tip 15% on a MacBook Pro? Oh, n no. I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no. Is that what uh, they're saying? Well, like, you know, when you order food, you, you can do 15% 15, 15 on 20, 20 bucks, no ex problem. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a totally different range. Right. But, but it's not a three grand laptop. Uh, laptop, yeah. A three grand laptop, if you give a 20% tip? No. No, 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 Anyway, so there's another twist to this story, which is that people said, hey, you can't be angry at the person having the uh, getting the delivery because often when you go to those companies' websites and you order for same-day delivery, they use those type of services like Instacart or uh, mm -hmm. Uber or DoorDash even sometimes right. to deliver the, the laptop. Yeah, yeah. They, they would outsource it and then... In those cases, it wouldn't be the actual client that even sees the option to tip. Instead, it would be the retailer right. who actually hired the service. So the person doesn't even know they didn't tip you. Yeah. And so anyway, before that whole thing, uh, came, before that whole conversation even came up, people were saying, you should take the MacBook, don't even deliver it. Screw that person for not tipping. What? Some of the commenters. That's insane. Get fired from your job? Because one person... I believe it's theft. It would be yeah. theft as well, right? So yeah, that's crazy. Charged as well. No. I don't know if you've ever been in the comments on the internet. But no, you're right. I'm I not guess. sure they actually mean it literally. I think they're saying, you know... Tell There's them... There's a lesson to be learned. I don't get how they don't think that it's not a service to deliver packages. It should be looked at like eating at a restaurant. Tip. I'll take the MacBook mm -hmm. as my tip. In yeah, that situation, not... Apple should pay the tip. Hmm. Mo's angry. I don't even want to get in his way right no, now. No, no, no. I guess that last one is kind of like what you were saying, which is if the companies do the same day delivery. Yeah. So you won't even see the tip options. They'll just handle it. So maybe that's what they mean by Apple should cover or, the tip. Or there just needs to be better communication in general as to how the whole thing works. If these companies are hiring delivery people who are accustomed to getting tips from the point that they deliver to, mm -hmm. then they should be made aware that this is a different setup so that there's not any weirdness between the customer and the delivery person. Right. Mm. Like, I would want to know. If I was getting something delivered same day via Apple, and I, by the way, I don't know if this is the case or not. I'm sure some drivers can weigh in that work for these delivery companies. Mm -hmm. But I would want to know uh, as, a, as a person buying it that the option even exists. Yeah. That my driver is seeing it and might be pissed off or, or ex expecting something that I'm completely unaware of, I would want to know. Right. Will has something to say. There's also the aspect of um, it's a laptop, right? Like it's not food. Yes. So whoever the delivery person is, they have to actually take care of this product. It's not just something that is, you know. Um, Easily replaced. Yeah. If they, if they drop food by chance, like they trip or something, it's not a big deal. But if they drop a laptop, that's... Yeah, but isn't it... Like insurance? Oh, right. Some but, kind of like... Right, but then, but then why, aren't you, why don't you tip the UPS delivery guy? That's true. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> like, but, I don't tip the USB guy. 
it, so so no here's 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 what I'm getting at here. It's like it's it is in the in the areas and and it has more to do with the job itself and what that job entails and what those people get paid. Mm. So tips are kind of exist in areas where like you could even go certain places where minimum wage is different for people that are in service industries that do get tips mm -hmm. because the tips are expected or they happen to be the social norm and then in those cases it can be a real issue if somebody doesn't it's like an unwritten thing like you got a tip because it's part of that per, the income mm -hmm. the expected income of that individual and, People have all kinds of opinions on that right. in and of itself, but that's the way certain industries uh, operate. And there's some places you go where tipping is like inherent. You got to be tipping; it's just part of the ecosystem of the place. You know Virtuity what I'm saying? Type of like, like I mean, you go to you go to Vegas bill. or whatever. Like, yeah. yeah, you're just you're tipping all over the place. Mm -hmm. And then other places I've been, particularly in Europe, where it's not as much of a thing. And I'm sure yeah. that people are going to be commenting that right now, depending where they're watching from. Like, the, it's just uh, not a, as significant a part of the culture. But then here, where it is a significant part of culture, it has really only been in a small subset of industries where tipping ha has, has been sort of the norm, mm -hmm. right? There's like food would be the one that you're saying. Uh, moving it around to other places is a, is, is a little bit more uh, unknown, it's no rules around it. It's unknown. When the when the food deliver when the food moved into the food delivery apps, it was obvious. It's like okay, tipping goes there too. Right. It's not uh, much different than pizza. Delivery, when it went right? into Uber getting a ride, it was like oh yeah, that's in there too. Mm -hmm. Now when I was my very first job I ever had, I was delivering newspapers. Yeah, same. Oh okay, you did yeah. it too. Did you ever deliver newspapers? Uh, I did it with a friend. Yeah. Anyway, I, I was doing, at the time, I think it was the Toronto Sun, which was a subscription newspaper. All right. And the way that you got paid was by collecting funds on behalf of the actual, you would, you would go and ask people for money directly. Oh, you were also... The collection. Wow. You would, you would go collect your own, your own wage. Mm -hmm. So you would go door to door and you would have these little tickets... Oh my God, what a weird, my brain is lighting up yeah, right now with these memories, these little tickets, ticket stubs that would be indicative of the subscription. Anyway, those often I would go, not, not often, I shouldn't say often, but uh, when there would be like a holiday or something like around Christmas, those people that I delivered to, they would give me a card with money in it, mm -hmm. a tip, yeah, a tip to the newspaper delivery guy for the subscription newspaper. Right. Weird one. Like, mm -hmm. does does a tip belong here? Okay, I guess so. So delivery and tipping, there's a history there. Right, yeah. Delivery and tipping, and this is delivery. So, I, again, I'm not saying it's got to go one way, one way or the other. Like, it's still up to the individual, and and but if it is an option in the app, then I want to know as the customer that the option exists. Yeah. Personally. Mm, yeah. I don't want to blindly have a third party using a delivery uh, service where the expectation, like, if you're a delivery driver and you get called to the Apple store, you're like, ooh, mm -hmm. I got a laptop delivery next. Right. Not a Big Mac. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. going to be a little, like, hmm. This could There's be some me. security there, too. Like, if you're delivering a MacBook, you would hold it tighter. It's weird that it went to a Big Mac. I went MacBook, Big Mac. Big Mac. Mm. Some, the, Mac in the Mac was in there. 
TikTok can circumvent Apple and Google privacy protections and access full user data to studies say. Exclusive. TikTok circumvent security protections on Apple and Google app stores and uses device tracking that gives TikTok uh, full access to user data according to the summaries of two major studies obtained by The Wrap that appear to confirm longstanding concern raised by privacy experts about the popular video sharing app. Studies conducted by white hat cybersecurity experts that hack for public good completed uh, first in November 2020 and then again January 2021. So it just happened. Uh, the RAP verified the studies and confirmed their conclusions with five independent experts. Uh, the summaries of the studies shared exclusively with the RAP suggest that TikTok is able to avoid code audits on the Apple and Google App Store. More alarmingly, the research found that TikTok is capable of changing the app's behavior as it pleases without users' knowledge and utilizes device tracking that essentially gives the company and third parties an all-access pass to user data. It is highly unusual and exceeds the abilities of U.S.-based apps such as Facebook, Twitter, and other social media platforms. So apparently, there's some pretty complicated code in there, according to these studies, that goes above and beyond even other social media sites. Now, this is the second story we've had relatively recently. There was one prior that was talking about how uh, compared to other social media, TikTok was more active when it came to third-party tracking. I don't know if you remember that clip. It was on this show. Now, this one appears to go into more detail, specifically around the uh, type of code, complexity of code. These researchers seem to indicate here that whatever's going on within the code was extremely, uh, would have been extremely in intense. Uh, Talking about Black Hat? extremely uh, resource intensive to, to put in there that you would have to be, uh, the insinuation is you would have to be trying to conceal something mm -hmm. to put that much effort into uh, some of these aspects. So listen, it's, it's obviously beyond the scope of our expertise to know exactly how or what, I mean, Maybe the why is somewhat easier. Obviously, user data is very valuable stuff. And it allows things to be sold to you. And it allows for information and intelligence gathering, obviously. Um, after reviewing the study's findings, Russ Jowell, mobile development expert at bestapp.com, said that it is difficult to know the, the full extent of TikTok's data mining capabilities and intent. But overall, he said, it seems to me that ByteDance has gone to monumental lengths possibly more than Facebook, Twitter, and other social networks to conceal the inner workings of their app. Mm. Now, it could be that their app is just so special and so amazing that they got to conceal it so nobody copies them. All right. Okay. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, sure. just saying, I'm just saying the other side, Will. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I or is it like too advanced? I gotta represent the. I gotta represent <laughs> the other. I gotta. Re, I, 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 got, I gotta represent. I gotta represent the other side. But it is curious because Apple made this big deal about privacy, and yet all of a sudden Mo's on TikTok is getting all kinds of ads, and they know everything about him. So I'm just saying, like, where, where's Mo's privacy gone? That's mm -hmm. all. I mean, you tell me. You take it for what it is. That's the report. That's how you take it for what it is. What was the website? Yahoo Finance. You take it for what it is. Yahoo Entertainment. Next up. Uh, We're going to be talking a lot of billionaires. A lot of a lot Bil of billionaire billy talk. talk. We're into the billionaire section of the show. Yeah. 
And it's so gonna we're gonna kick <laughs> it off ready. when it comes to the value of information. And we're not making any accusations here, but how about this? Buffett's Burke, that's Warren Buffett, his Berkshire bought about one billion worth of Activision shares before the Microsoft deal. Sketchy. Made me want to pick up my uh what is this called, Mo? Uh Orba or Thing? That's what Buffett was doing. In his <laughs> <laughs> Just picture him. Like, <laughs> no? Oh, he was celebrating. God. That's how that's how yeah. Buffett parties right there. So where did he buy the shares? You gotta go more than five days because it happened before that. Go back to the chart, Activision, you gotta go to a month. So he buys somewhere in there. Is that what it is? I mean, it just said before. Sure. Yeah. What you mean, sure? Yeah, around there. Around there. So he goes, so he Microsoft bought, bought it, then it just to the moon, right? Are you telling me he bought low and sold high? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mo's been talking about. Yeah, all he of a sudden, it when it by was the down. way, I feel the need to tell everybody of that Mo is a crypto addict now, no. thanks to Will, who gatewayed him. <laughs> all I didn't do yeah, no such thing. That's what he told me in the back over there. I said, was it Will that got to you? He said, absolutely. I hate to I'm say I'm out of the game. Huh? He said, I hate to say it. Well, you're out of the game, but you're living. I'm not luring. You're, yeah. living, recruiting. you're living vicariously <laughs> through the other addicts and junkies, crypto junkies. What else did you add in your hard wallet? Yeah, Mo? exactly. When, as soon as Mo came to me and he said, he said, what do you know about hardware wallets? <laughs> I was like, it's like, good. I was like, ew, man, you're breathing all over it's me. Like, why are you seething? Yeah, it's like this is too much. I'm like, why is your jaw clenched shut <laughs> while you're talking to me? Just tell me about the hardware wallets. <laughs> Microsoft announced its intention to buy Activision Blizzard in mid-January for 68.7 billion. Wow. Buffett is poised to notch a handsome profit if the acquisition closes. A handsome profit. Well, I think he's uh He's had a couple of handsome profits in the past. Now, listen, who knows how these deals get done? Maybe his deal was in the works for a long time, even prior to the to the acquisition. Maybe he knew. Maybe he had absolutely zero information about it. Mm. He just liked what active. Maybe he just liked the stock. You know, as they would say, Wall Street, Wall Street bets. Maybe he likes playing Diablo. Yeah, maybe it's a big deal. Exactly. Yeah. You don't know what's going on with that. But he's also possibly just a smart guy. Some might say that as well. Sure. Uh, but anyway, he he uh, he got in, got some Activision, and the stock is up. And he's also, he's been pals with people at Microsoft in the past. Will, you know that. You, you were telling me that earlier. You're saying he's in tight. That's what your, your words, not mine. Uh, they're pals? Hey, I don't know. You, I don't know. That's what you said. I don't know. <laughs> Just hearing from you. <laughs> you <don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, well. What do you want to do? You want to add anything else? Or you like that? Uh, any uh, specifics in there or what? You got uh, sidetracked by Otis choking to death over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's what it is. Yeah, I, I think. Oh, there you go. Bill Gates. It. Bill Gates. Co-founder. They said it. I didn't. CNBC said it. Bill Gates, co-founder and former CEO of Microsoft, stepped down from the boards of both Berkshire and Microsoft in 2020. 
Uh, Gates is a longtime friend of Buffett. I didn't say it. CNBC said it. I didn't say it. Collusion. So what? Gates hey, is yeah, like, you can't like to say those words. No, hey, Buffett. Mo, the reason for the article like that is like, oh, he knew in advance, right? But obviously, you're not supposed to know in advance. He put a Billy. Yeah, but he it's puts a move. He, he puts a Billy like Mo puts a... Uh, right. Like Mo puts a... <laughs> I don't know where he's going with this, but I don't in, like uh, it. His hard wallet there. Like, he puts a Billy like Mo puts a a Bitcoin. Sure, yeah. All right. He puts a Billy, Mo puts a Bitcoin. All right, yeah. But he Mo's, Mo, Mo's into the other stuff. Mo's into the much fringier right. cryptos. I want mm. That's when you know you got a real problem. I want to He's go to waiting the moon. for rug pulls. The one, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, sweet rug pull. Virgin Galactic plans to open ticket sales to the public for flights to the edge of space, though customers may be waiting a minute. I've heard, I feel like I've heard this headline previous. They've been uh, super close for these, uh, what do they call it, suborbital flights. Mm -hmm. I saw that the interior is pretty cool, right? Do we have any pictures of the interior? This, uh, VSS Unity, Virgin Galactic's uh, um, aircraft. Can you guess how much it is first? It's like... Oh, my God. Isn't it like uh, 25000 No. It's, 250 uh, 150 Oh, my God. 300 450 <laughs> There's a lot of numbers here. Yeah. Tickets will run interested Half customers a, a cool 450000 in order to secure their seat. People must pay $150,000 deposit, then pay the remaining... 300,000 before the flight. I thought they were going to try to get the price down. Can you scroll down a bit? Uh, for years, the company has had roughly 600 customers who made reservations for 250,000. Roughly a decade ago, the initial ticketing round. Ooh, interesting. Okay. The interest is there, definitely. Well, and you don't need that many people to do it. And for people who have, have everything, I've already bought everything. Edge of space is right there. They're, they're like, okay, I don't know. I got to go to space before I die. But edge of space, wouldn't you want to be in space? You talking about in orbit? Oh. Uh, well, listen, Who's Will, that's that? a whole different, you got to become an astronaut yeah, or Elon, Elon's got to send you to Mars to die. Like, which one's it going to be? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know, they're not sending. You just wear a seatbelt, no? Look at that stuff. <laughs> you, what? Once you're in orbit? You can't just go up there in orbit, Will. Oh, no? Oh. No. <laughs> Will gotta, says wear a seatbelt. <laughs> <laughs> What's he talking about? Man? All you got to wear, right? <laughs> I mean, yes. Definitely that as well, but... You uh, don't need a spacesuit. You'll be in the shuttle, right? Yes, but orbit is a whole different ball game. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's when you're right, up there right, for right, a bit. Right. You visit the, the space, whole space station. Thing. Yes. Well, their, their uh, stock just jumped a little bit. Hmm. Um, is Buffett involved here as well? <laughs> yeah, Buffett <laughs> bought a billion dollars worth this morning, prior to the story on Lou later. Would you, would you pay for this if you had uh, tons I, of money? Am I gonna pay? No, four fifty? No, 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 forty five. Consider? No. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing numbers out there. No. <laughs> no, it's like everything else. It, once it's no longer fringe and they figure out ways to bring the cost down and whatnot, and, and then all of a sudden, yeah. It, it's like the early adopters always pay the most by far. Right. And then it goes down like 100x or whatever. Yeah. Mm. Elon Musk donated $5.7 billion 
worth of Tesla shares to charity. The gift is disclosed in filing that doesn't identify a recipient. Move coincided with the CEO selling stock, sparring with senators. Look at that photo. Eh? Hmm. Eh? What do you yeah. think about that photo? Yeah. Tie to the side. Hand up. Looking up. Somebody's up high. Very uh, Lex Freeman. Carrying the jacket. Yes, black suit, white shirt. Interesting. Also, not the plaid behind him. Uh, Model 3. Mm-hmm. Is it 3 or X? No, uh, because X has the handles that come out. Oh, These yeah. ones pop Sorry, out. I mean the Y. Yeah, it's Y or 3. Yeah. Maybe Y. Um, so, a lot of people are trying to wonder where this money is going to. Right, because it's undisclosed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, still don't know. <laughs> still don't know. And charity? People still don't know. Uh, so it's a big, I mean, to donate billions. I'm su- surprised they don't have to disclose. Cause yeah, because yeah, wouldn't that be like a tax thing? That you have to have a receipt. Yeah. Uh, I guess it maybe doesn't have to be public. Oh, Maybe okay. the IRS has seen it, but yeah. it doesn't have to be. The gift came as Musk sold more billions in stock. He sold more than $16 billion worth of shares in November and December, much of which was meant to cover tax obligations after exercising stock options. At the time, Musk tweeted that he would likely... He would be likely to pay over $11 billion in taxes, one of the biggest individual bills in U.S. history. The stock donation could be useful in defraying that bill. I guess bringing the bill down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Musk tweeted that he would give $6 billion if the U.N. could prove that money could help solve world hunger. I remember that tweet. Mm-hmm. Musk's other disclosed philanthropic efforts include millions in gifts to Texas municipalities and a $100 million prize for developing technologies to remove carbon dioxide. I would just suggest that I, I, if he doesn't have to disclose, he seems like someone who might not want to. Yeah. And yeah. as long as it's not maybe his own charity, because that would be corruption. <laughs> no? Yeah, I think that would be. Yeah. Uh, uh, charity law is not something that I really know much about. No. Yeah, but it just seems scummy. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a good... I think registered charities have all kinds of special rules that regular businesses do not. Which is why the whole charity thing gets a little wonky at times. Right. When yeah. billionaires are moving money around. Yeah. We're gonna leave it at that. Okay. You're getting us into billionaire trouble today. <laughs> okay. Well, we're we're almost out of it. Oh, okay. Well, good. Hold on. Let me just change this. Okay, there we go. <laughs> JP Morgan is the first bank in the metaverse. Into the metaverse? Why they write it like that? It's more futuristic. Onyx. That's their sign by J.P. Morgan. The Wall Street Bank has opened a lounge in blockchain-based Decentraland. Kate, can you, well, (laughs) Decentraland, why does it have to be the de facto? Is it just a first mover thing that it's the the earliest? Yeah. Okay. Because I mean, there's another one. I think it's called uh, Sandbox. Okay. So this is the type of thing where Decentraland takes off. Uh, a lot of uh, attention, mm-hmm. press, and all the rest of it, and then yeah, and then brands latch onto it. But it, we could just as easily see other ver- many other versions of this. Mm-hmm. This one just seems to be the most established because there's actually land there that you can purchase. Right. A lot of brands are on board. Yeah. Um, there's activities in there. Very marketable, and uh, you can run it on your computer. It's like you know, not intensive. Uh, 
Yeah, it's a good starting point. So can I, what can I do in the bank? Can I just, oh, let's see. I can go in. There's a lot of client interest to learn more about the metaverse. Christine Moy, JP Morgan's head of crypto and the metaverse said in an email, we put together our white paper to help clients cut through the noise and highlight what the current reality is and what needs to be built next in technology, commercial infrastructure, privacy, identity, and workforce in order to maximize the full potential of our lives in the metaverse. Like, what a statement, man. Mm -hmm. What, a, like, what are you even, wow. You want to live in the future or the past, Will? Which one is more appealing? Uh, I would think the future. All right, well done. The future is uh, pretty okay. interesting. You can live in a bunch of uh, paragraphs like that last one. Okay, yeah. I'll live in Web3. <laughs> Right Because if you watch the Super Bowl, it seemed like a lot of people wanted to live in the past. And even a lot of people wanted to use the future and technology to get more of the past. I don't know mm -hmm. if you remember all those commercials. All, it, it just heavy nostalgia. It's like everyone's miserably marching towards this future. Yeah. That version of the future. Like even Meta themselves made a depressing commercial. Uh-huh. It's very um, bleak. It's it's weird. It's like a self-conscious, self-deprecating kind of... Anyway, let's go on to the next one. <laughs> I think you do your taxes in there or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. That's exactly what I want to do in the metaverse. It's so much better. Yeah. All doing right. Your taxes, this is a future I can get behind. BMW okay. Vision Next 100 wheel turning. What? Check this out. Watch this wheel turn, Mo. Oh, stop it. That's not real. What do you mean it's not real? <laughs> what? This looks like some Avatar-esque. That's the future I'm signing up for, not JP Morgan Metaverse. I want this future. Whoa. I mean, the glowing like lava thing is also really cool to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm guessing that, like, obviously at the bottom there, you have some rubber hitting the road. Uh, but this whole portion is all covered up, and it's sort of extends it's like a accordion a, yeah like an accordion alongside the turning of the wheel so like it triggers the movement right it looks very organic the wheel entire yes uh mercedes was similar with the i'm not, i always forget the, the name avatar yeah the avtr mm -hmm. yeah they, they had a similar organic approach to the future that's the future i want <laughs> that's the future that i'm reaching for imagine getting your finger stuck in Design there? Design-wise. That's like, <laughs> that so cool. that's like the Mercedes story that you covered the other day. Yeah. I, I think that that's a little more floaty the way that it... Mm. I don't know. But you're right. Yeah, it'll probably sever your finger. Why'd you, why'd you have to do that? <laughs> why'd you have to do that? Uh, US EV chargers will outnumber gas stations soon. This refers to the number of charging stalls compared to individual fuel pumps. And they are already very close. I... I like the look of that Electrify yeah. America. How you never get to see these charging stations? Well, they look so futuristic. No, they're building them. It's just taking time, man. Takes time to replace all those gas stations. But I like the green glow is kind of mm -hmm. cool. And I see uh, Ford Lightning in the in the back there on that mm -hmm. uh, far stall. Yeah, especially once this stuff speeds up and you're hanging out. The one thing that's missing, though, is the convenience store yes what mm -hmm. happens to that well what? it would be like the japanese convenience uh the vending machines vending machines where they put out hot food okay that's yeah. fine 
Actually, I see a I see a roof right here in the background. So I think you could. And they also tend to put them near malls and shopping centers. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. close enough anyway. But there is something about the appeal of the the current gas station setup. It's all right there. I mean, often here there's a whole coffee shop in you there. You get the Tims. Yeah, yeah, you're all completely set up. According to a report from the U.S. Department of Energy, the ideal ratio of EVs to charging stations is 40 level two charging ports and 3.4 DC fast chargers per 1,000 EVs. Currently, there's 41 level two ports. I mean, that's not a lot. Oh, 41 per 1,000. Never mind. That's not bad. Mm -hmm. Respectively, or 21 EVs for every charge port. Here's the other thing to remember. Unlike gasoline, unlike the gas station, you fill up at home. Right. So you don't... You're not, not relying on these stations. Not exclusively. No. Uh, this is if you're on a road trip or you need a little, little pickup, a little boost, you have the option. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Hype Beast is showing us a picture of an upcoming DeLorean sports car. A uh. new visual... The design firm behind the car's original styling? What? DeLorean, like... Back to the Future. Like Back to the Future? For the motor company's 54th anniversary, fans are provided a glimpse at the seemingly electric vehicle under the tagline, the future was never promised. Okay. DeLorean. Expect the new DeLorean to make its premiere sometime in 2022. You know, this company has a real cult following. People were using the old parts and, and uh, still building them. Even recently, such a cool-looking and unique car. Yeah, back the, to the future. The design is still iconic, as it were, and an electric version of it. Well, yeah, you, you have a few people lining up to buy something like that, Will. With the gull-wing doors? And they, they were doing the stainless steel before the Cybertruck was doing the stainless steel. Tell you what. Oh, yeah, you're right. Tell you what. Was there no paint job on this? I don't look like a paint job to me. Okay then. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it's, really it's cool. good. so it's going to be electric, and we, it's funny were, that they said the design firm from the original. The original was designed a long time ago, so it may be the same firm. But a lot of those people got to be dead at this point. Mm -hmm. Anyway, mm. just thought I'd throw that out there. Okay, <laughs> you made it dark. <laughs> yeah. That Cooler one. Master Sneaker XPC case has a lot of soul. One case for sneakerheads, and another for people with taste. I think we covered this like a year or two ago, back in the old set, mm -hmm. and uh, I think they're available now. Oh, I don't remember this. You sure we talk about this? I think it was a concept at that time. For Cooler Master's 30th anniversary, the company has announced several products, some zanier than others. I cannot continue another word without mentioning the Sneaker X, which is literally a sneaker-shaped PC case building off the work from Modder JMDF who originally submitted the design at the brand's Case Mod World Series 2020. It looks like you have everything in there, but it also looks like it would be an absolute nightmare to build a PC in. <laughs> like, yeah, to fit it. I see the GPU sitting there. Uh, I guess it's, is it Mini ITX? A price for the Sneaker X case hasn't been shared, but hopefully it's a little less than the $4,000 cost of JMTS handmade mod. Cooler Master will start taking pre-orders in Q3. I like that they're taking inspiration from the mod community, from people, you creative people who rig these things on their own and then turn it into something that through mass production can actually be a little bit more affordable, probably not as nice as this one-off. Uh -huh. It looks like it's water-cooled. 
Um, you know, it looks amazing. At least some of it. It looks absolutely amazing. Look how cool that is. Mm-hmm. Wow. It looks like a Iron Man type sneaker or a Transformer or something. Yeah. That's I mean, yeah, well that's done, JMDF. Cool. cool. I think he even has, does he have a little fog machine in there for his? Uh, oh yeah. Is there some fog going? Or it was just like reflections. Mo should appreciate that. Yeah, it looks really RGBs cool. and what about what about this uh, spinning camera? You appreciate that? <laughs> cake spinner? <laughs> Spin action. Oh, yeah, that's the DeLorean. Okay. Fortnite gets gyro controls and flick stick on PS4, PS5, and PC. Flick stick. No, you're not. Will's not going to fill me in on this one. I got to read the top paragraph. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> Epic Games is bringing gyro-based motion controls for Fortnite to the PS4, PS5, and PC. Gyro controls existed on Nintendo Switch and Android previously, and this new expansion for PlayStation and PC includes more robust. It looks like, why is Xbox left out on that? That's everything but Xbox at that point. Hmm. Gyro controls allow you to control the camera in Fortnite by simply turning your controller. So it's like when you're playing a racing game and you're just mm-hmm. kind of oh cool so you can movement. just do like that yeah so on a smartphone it makes a lot of sense right, right? Uh, that means you can couple gyro controls with traditional stick aiming to improve precision and movement throughout Fortnite epic games has also worked with flick stick creator julian jib smart to add more gyro controls and the flick stick option Whoa. that will quickly flick the camera to a certain direction that is very cool with mouse like uh, speed or aiming Whoa. Particularly, yeah. yeah. Well, it's one more axis. Because you can fine tune it. Yeah, it's very right? fine tuned. Very fine tuned. I, I like this. It would get annoying though. demo here. It's like it, it seems like it's more immersive. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. It's more immersive that way. <laughs> I was gonna say immersion, <laughs> but then uh, that didn't make sense. This is good gameplay too. It is very cool. Yeah. Immer- immersive. <laughs> You gotta have that Budweiser, Will. That'll fix you up. Yeah, that'll loosen me up. Wait, Nintendo has this already? Yeah. Hmm. On the Switch. I better try it out. You would want this on the Switch. It's on the Steam Deck, too. On the Steam Deck. I've only ever really used it on a phone before, but Mm -hmm. it's definitely cool. Yeah. Fortnite keeps going, man. Fortnite keeps kicking. Mm-hmm. You can't get rid of Fortnite. It's a Fortnite is an entire operating system, just like COD. I like to Here see to how stay. the pros would use it. Once something lasts for a certain amount of time, it beats a, like breaks a certain threshold. It just lives. Man. Yes. You're right. It's a self-sustaining mm-hmm. entity at that point. Yeah. It keeps feeding itself. Uh speaking of video games. How about a video game becoming a movie? How about Bioshock being in the works at Netflix? Netflix hanging in there. The streaming giant and game developer Take Two Interactive have been working on a screen rights deal to to close for a close to a year. For close to a year. Who's well, reading today? <laughs> Who's talking today? Who's reading today? I want to know. It's definitely um. not us. Are you a fan of Bioshock? You know, I played. Any a, of you guys? I played a Bioshock. Any of you guys? 
<laughs> Otis? What do you think, buddy? I like it. He looked right at you and said, any of you guys. Well, you know, I have more time than you do. Because I know you don't play. No, I know, yeah. but you said it like as if there were six people on the couch. Yeah. He turned his attention away from me and he said, any of you guys? <laughs> and points directly at me. Uh, you uh, didn't notice it. It was pretty good. Yeah. I played Bioshock. Uh, I don't remember which one. But there's the water and... Sure. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's this guy called? So I don't remember, but I fought him oh a little bit. God. I fought that guy, didn't I? Did I fight that guy? Yeah. I did. Yeah, see, I remember something. I, I loved it. I thought it, the, the look and the action and stuff, I was, man. Will, have what, you? What is this, it, like the reflections and stuff were great in there? Yeah. This was my jam. This was yeah? a great game. So yeah. are you worried or excited that Netflix is doing something with this? Uh, I'm excited. Okay. I'm pretty optimistic with that kind of stuff. Even I, with Cowboy yeah. Bebop was, uh, but, you know. <laughs> okay. Wouldn't go there. Oh, <laughs> my goodness gracious. But I would like to give it a chance, you know? Yeah, okay. How, how much money will they need to spend on this, though? Oh, the budget is going to be insane. Like, where do you start? Yeah. You have to meet the criteria I, yeah. of the video. It's underwater. Yeah. The video game fans. You where got the suits start, of the big daddies man. here. That's that's why I asked. Is he scared? Because man, they can. They can really they screw can, it up. Yeah, this is a hard target. To hit. I played the game on Xbox, right? <clears throat> right, Will. I don't know. Could, could, <laughs> could it, what, what, what platform? What platform did it launch on? Everything. Uh, Xbox, I guess, would be first, and then they moved to PC. So I, I yeah, I, do you remember which version of Xbox it would have been? Mm, Three sixty. Yeah, I played this game, man. I was diving around. Yeah, I was in the water. Amazing game. I was if in anyone the water. has a chance to play, just go for it. Good it's luck. A great game. Good luck turning into a movie, meeting the criteria of all the pre-existing fans. Um, it's gonna be tough. It's it's it's. Oh man, look at that. They say two issues arose that would follow the project for the next decade: budget and an R rating. Well, yeah, R rating surprisingly. Was the game? I thought for Netflix, I mean. But also, was the game already? It is, yeah. Willie Dude will do does not forget. a lot of blood. Willie yeah, Dude does not forget an R rating, apparently. Traumatized. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'll definitely watch it. I'll watch that. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, Novak Djokovic says I was never against vaccination, but I've always supported the freedom to choose what you put in your body. He says. He's willing to not to skip the French Open and Wimbledon, foregoing the chance to overtake Rafael Nadal's record haul of 21 Grand Slam titles, and he'd rather not rather than getting vaccinated for COVID-19. So he'd rather not get vaccinated, miss all these tournaments, mm. uh, and uh, potentially kind of to a certain extent change his legacy. Yeah, when people start talking about the greatest, I mean, he has a sh obviously a shot at, uh, if not already, the uh, greatest. Although people in anything in sports are gonna have their own opinions. You got like Federer, Nadal, mm -hmm. or Djokovic. I guess they're in the conversation over there. Uh, but holy, taking a stand. I mean, this is one of those situations where mm, it's got to be really meaningful to a person when you have essentially your life's work. That you're willing to put on hold or to your legacy alter and like yeah everything you work towards over 
this uh, particular issue. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he also thinks if he waits it out because, as you've seen, things are kind of changing around mm -hmm. the world. Uh, there's a lot of uh, movement in the original approach to, to uh, I think I saw today, another country, the Netherlands. Yeah. I think by the 25th, they're like, yep, no restrictions at all, no nada. Here in Ontario, in, in Canada, I think they said March 1st, no more vaccine passports. And then uh, we already talked about Sweden and we talked about Denmark. And so it's a different time. And so I'm not really sure, you know, maybe it's about the the, the statement and the position could also be about uh, timing and him just thinking, I'm, I got time. I'll figure it He'll out. He'll ride it out. I'll ride it. I'm, I went this far. I'm riding it out. Or maybe he thinks that they'll that they'll um, uh, change their policies, mm. right? That he'll he'll do this, mm. and then they would say, and French Open would say, "All right, fine, come." But I don't know because you remember the whole thing in Australia when it all kicked off. Mm -hmm. It was there was no bending at all. They deported him, uh, so they kicked him out the country. Yeah. You can't you can't play tennis when you kicked out of the country. You can't play tennis if you can't get into the country. To play tennis. That's what I hear. And the travel vaccine one is international travel vaccine. That's a little, probably a little tougher, Yeah, I would say. Well, it seems like the tides are turning in his favor, right? Like things are opening up, mm -hmm. less regulation. We'll see. We'll Time see. will tell. We'll see. Yeah. Oh, this is the craziest story ever, ever in the, in the history of the show. Video captures a moment. Hundreds of birds fell from the sky and died in Mexico. The flock of yellow-headed blackbirds were migrating south when they suddenly and simultaneously died above the northern city of Chihuahua. Play the clip. Chihuahua. This is this is just. Uh, need sound or no? No, you don't need sound. No, okay. no, no sound. It's all explained in the video clip. If I can go play. ahead and roll the video clip. <laughs> This is, so picture this. You have I don't know what did they say thousands of birds? Did they say oh hundreds boy. of birds? Hold on. It said hundreds. Hundreds of birds. It looks almost like a thousand birds. I would say. You gotta <laughs> I mean, just just at, zoom, zoom look out. Look at this. Zoom out. Yeah. This oh, is insane. You could just maximize it. I think. Look at this. Okay, here's the clip. Birds. Boom. Whoa. They all fall out of the sky at the same time. Some die instantly. And Just others impact, right? Others kind of fly away. Whoa. What? Like, what's going on? I'm sure there's an explanation for this. Somebody in the comments, please. <laughs> what is the explanation for this? Uh, what are you guys thinking? Yo, birds be crazy. That's what I'm thinking. No, 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 no. There's got to be an external reason for this, right? I mean, it's too many uh, all at once. Um, so. Low flying airplane close to a flock of birds, some sort of jet stream physics wind kind of pushes them down. Oh, out. like the wind current, like... I was. I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, it's so crazy. How do you electromagnetic? Uh, some kind of. But this is full conspiracy. Five G. 
It was 5G. 5G sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. 5G and Web3. No, 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 no. Listen, I'm just, I'm, I'm joking. Please. All right. I'm joking. But wow. it's a, one of the most amazing clips. It looks like it's from a Marvel movie or something. Like it doesn't, you question if it's real or not. And then it's the follow up clip of them all dead or a, a large number of them that makes you, and like, why were some of them able to recover? And others, the impact of the, whatever it was was too much. Yeah, oh but I but God. I mean it's also already amazing that birds flock can flock together like that in the first place. Yeah, like that they it's somehow like can of fish. coordinate, communicate Who's to leading to the extent that yeah. they can flow together, sort of. Oh my God, that is so crazy! It doesn't get any easier to interpret. Will is anybody saying anything in the chat to help us with this? Anything? James Baker says black cock down. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's obvious. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, economic inflation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah, yeah they're probably right. It's a There's glitch. some funny ones in here. They're probably glitch in right. Glitch the Matrix. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely a glitch in the Matrix. I don't know, man. We need a scientist. We need a biologist. We need a, a meteorologist. I mean, my, my instinct is it's some sort of weather thing. Mm. Some sort of... Uh, no, maybe know. not a lightning, like a, a lightning strike, a, a lightning strike, or some sort of. Yeah, yeah some people are saying there. lightning here in the chat. Hmm. Yeah, because they the way they all went dead instantly fell instantly. Yeah. I mean, the impact looks crazy on this. Let's just do it one more time. It's just so unreal. Imagine living in that. House. The coolest part is when you see the boom, like they got dumped out of a dump truck. There's like uh, dust too that kind of sweeps sweeps away right here. Boom. And they're lightweight. So mm -hmm. like collectively it's a lot of mass, but each one of them anyway, wild. Yeah. Um I guess I have to talk about this one. This one piqued my interest on YouTube today. Uh it's called the Operations Room. That's the channel. And it's uh it looks like a video game. It's um, describing uh, a destroyer USS attack from 52 kamikaze airplanes <laughs> in 1945. Both? And it's like a infograph or not infograph. It's like a graphic telling of it. It's, a, it's an animation. It's an animation. Yeah. And I was just riveted. It's uh, 11 and a half minutes of this one boat um, that is trying to survive a kamikaze attack. Right. So they're trying to fly their plane straight into it. Yes. And uh, this, yeah, it happened in 1945. And the way that they tell the story and like the illustrations and the animations really make it like so interesting hmm yeah i'm kind of into it but many pilots decide to attack the laffy instead oh i like his a voice of six dive bombers so there's like a huge war going on and then this destroyer this boat is trying to escape but then the kamikaze airplanes spotted it and tries to attack in different rounds well, the other two and you can kind of see later on, like, it's trying to defend itself jumps down from the turret by taking out the planes. The and they the successfully hangar. do it, 
But then they also get damaged as well. But it's an amazing story. I don't want to spoil it. But um, it's very interesting. Like they they lose. Um, it's weirdly like a video game. Yeah. Like you said, it's almost like a narrated video game. I mean, obviously you're not playing. You're kind of watching. But I'm just saying the style of it. It's definitely not a video game. It's an it's an actual event, right, Will? It's based yes. on a historical event. Yeah, it's a real event. Um, the ship is called the Lafay. Yeah. Or Laffy. Um, yeah. And it, yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but. The YouTube channel is The Operations Room. And it, is it all military stuff? Uh, yes. Cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah, go Very check it cool. out. Go check it out, yeah. Scientists have possibly cured HIV in a woman for the first time. Following cutting-edge treatment four years ago, the New York patient is now off of HIV medication and remains asymptomatic and healthy. A mm. cure for HIV all those years later. Mm. That's a, that would be a big breakthrough. Obviously not. This is one case. It always starts with one. Right. But you're closer. And uh, if the example, uh, if it applies to anybody else, then you could have, I don't know, is it is it a drug? What is the treatment, Will? Let's see here. An American research team reported that it has possibly cured HIV in a woman for the first time, building on past successes as well as failures. In the HIV cure research field, these scientists use a cutting-edge stem cell transplant method. It's always the stem cells, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It sells they, everything. It seems to. They expect will expand the pool of people who could receive similar treatment to several dozen annually. Oh, that's not that many. Several dozen. But I guess for a cutting-edge treatment, that's something. Their patient stepped into a rarefied club that includes three men whom scientists have cured or likely or very likely cured of HIV. So I guess the way they're determining that is if the individual can go off medication completely hmm. and uh, remain fine and have no ill effects of it. Um, Carl Diefenbach, director of the Division of AIDS at the Nat National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, one of multiple divisions of the National Institutes of Health that funds the research network behind the new case study, told NBC News that the accumulation of repeated apparent triumphs in curing HIV continues to provide hope. In the first case of what was ultimately deemed a successful cure, investigators treated the American Timothy Ray Brown for acute myeloid leukemia, or AML. He received a stem cell transplant from a donor who had rare genetic abnormality that grants the immune cells that HIV targets natural resistance to the virus while they find it in nature. Do hmm. the stem cell replacement. Anytime technology is capable of altering a seemingly permanent condition, like a seemingly uh, hopeless hopeless scenario, is like, that's a big deal. Yeah. I keep thinking about I Am Legend for some reason. You know, on the first speech? I haven't in, seen in the, that. Oh, you haven't? No. Okay, I don't want to spoil it then. Well, you can spoil it. It's 400 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't remember what you're saying, but I have seen it. It's the, I think the beginning of the uh, the movie where they're at a talk show and then the woman is just like, yeah, we cured cancer. And then it just oh, kind of blacks out. Oh, right, right, out. right. Yes, yes, yes. I remember what you're saying. Cured cancer. Well, that's a huge one. 
Yeah. That's a me. And then everything goes awry. Oh, okay. But hopefully not in this case. Okay. All right. Martin Ford vows to prolong punishment of Iranian Hulk in Grudge Fight. Okay. All right. (laughs) What? You definitely, you must have read uh, this one. You can't bring this up without reading it. um, These two, I guess, athletes, uh, they're really big guys and they have beef. (laughs) <laughs> that's that's really what it is. You talk about big guys with beef? Yeah. <laughs> Easy. Um, more specifically, I was looking at uh, this guy named Iranian Hulk. Have you ever seen Never him Never heard of him. No, I don't think so. Maybe if you show me. Okay, so, oh man. Uh, this is who he is. Wow. Iranian Hulk. Is that, this guy looks like that the looks Hulk. so modified. Is and that it's real. real. No, it, it's not fake. If you look at uh, if you Are look these him up, guys? yeah. So that's uh, Martin Ford, and then this okay. is the Iranian Hulk. Give us a next on this uh, slideshow here. I think it's the next story. Oh, oh never mind. Don't uh, do that. I thought we were gonna have more photos. Yeah, if anyone wants to search uh, his name, it's Iranian Hulk. Yeah, well, I guess we can search it too. Yeah, we can we, just show we, them right now. So. <laughs> So they're going to have like a grudge match. Um, I believe it's MMA. What is this? And it looks unreal. It right? does. It looks totally unreal. This I've guy never looks like a triangle. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this guy. He seems a little top heavy. Okay. So when you say yeah. a grudge match, does that mean they've already fought? No. Oh. They, they just don't like each other. Okay. And they wanted to, you know, fight in the ring. Like gentlemen. What do you think his weight is, this guy right here? Uh, it seems like his shoulders are I mean, I don't know there. how tall he is, but Who he, is he fighting again? Who's the other dude? Uh Marty Ford. Yeah, the, he he, he looks who, a lot he, more defined. Martin Ford. He's described as the world's scariest man on that article that yes. was previously yes. on. The other guy. Martin Ford. So what will they do? Like a bare knuckle boxing? Is that what the fight would be, or would it be MMA? Uh, I think in that previous article, it was MMA. But um, I, w- I would watch it. Would you? It's kind of, it reminds <laughs> me of, it reminds me sort of of old, old school MMA, where you would have those uh, unexpected matchups. You know, it would be, when it was open, there weren't even weight classes. Because I, I just oh, believe yeah. this guy got to be much heavier. Like I, Hoist Gracie. I, I, I realize and, uh, they're both big, but this guy looks. This guy looks unreal. Over three hundred like, pounds. I, I'm just guessing. I don't know. He looks over three hundred pounds to me. Like. Uh, <laughs> it's such a bizarre story. Just so strange. <laughs> oh, what's and your? And then bet, that's the Will? other guy. No, that's not. That's the, not no, the that's other. not the other. I'm sorry, this guy. Yeah. Which looks like a regular. Yeah, body he looks builder. pretty pretty normal comparatively. He does look, scary. but I don't know, man. Everybody's I, I don't know enough about it. Like well, I don't know. About Whoa, <laughs> no. See, see, a lot of these photos I feel like are modded. That's the problem. Is like we can say it's real, but where's this? Like I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, look at that picture down there. Let me, uh, maybe on YouTube. What are you looking see for? Walking video? around, like, video? yeah, video. Oh, he's driving a car. Hmm. Is that a cast iron pan he's knocking on? Yeah, but you can't see much of him there. He's wearing a 
He is big, though. <laughs> He's definitely big. I don't know that there's any video of his full body. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, fake. Is that what they're saying? Real. Iranian Hulk exp oh. oh, no. Oh, no. The other guy's still scary. <laughs> oh, jeez. Iranian well, we'll Hulk find out. exposed. <laughs> what a weird. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, look, even even the photo over there with the red that's, yeah, that's showing his actual, yeah. Well, yeah, he's just the little chubbier. Oh, yeah, that's not even really that good of a Photoshop. I'm just too but far away big. from the thing. <laughs> he is rotund. A, I know, uh, but that's not his claim to fame. It's, yeah, it's the, just the irregular. Yeah, it's the uh, Hulk. Shape. It's the Hulk shape. Yeah. <laughs> so he just pinches the waist in Photoshop, and yeah. he's all set. Yeah. Okay. But still a very strange looking man. Yeah. Well, if they do fight, I mean, it'll obvious. It'll obviously come out. Yeah. Tallest married couple, Sun Ming Ming and his wife, Zhu Zan. Zhu Zan. Am I saying that right? Uh, X-U-Y-A-N. It sounds like I'm saying Susan. Mm -hmm. The Chinese version, Suzanne. <laughs> the Chinese version. Well, I'm just, how do you say that? You say yeah, it. Yeah, that's probably the English. Uh... You say it. <laughs> or Mo say it. Go ahead. I'm, I'm not even looking X -U -Y -A -N. at X-U-Y-A-N. <laughs> not happening. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Attempt it. Somebody has to read it. X-U-Y-A-N. Say it. I don't know, dude. <laughs> Just try it. The Zhu Yan? Okay, see? What? See, you could have helped out earlier, Will. <laughs> you were saying Susan. <laughs> I, I was saying Susan. <laughs> What's going on? But why was show? I saying I mean, it's yeah, Yan? It's Yan. It's yeah, a Y. Yeah, it's not an X there. Su Yan. Oh, but it could be Su Yan. Or is it Shu Yan? I think it's... Or Zhu Yan. Yeah, I don't know. You're Maybe not, someone in you're the, not uh, willing to commit to it. Anyway, this is the tallest married couple. They have a combined height of 13 feet, 10.72 inches. The pair measure 7 foot 9 and 6 foot one seven so she is she's not like crazy huge i mean big six foot one but he's enormous obviously wow that elevator is short if she's only six one no yeah it feels short mm -hmm. did i get that wrong can How you how tall is that other person did i i hope i didn't get this wrong here she is six foot one seven four so she's almost six two okay uh so they got the record now and if they have kids, they're going to be basketball Is that players. how that works? Yeah, that's exactly how it works. That's, that's how it works, right? So yeah, you nailed it. Their kids are, have, are bigger than both of them? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We'll say the average. Maybe. Well, it's a wait and see. But uh, I don't know that there's a ne necessarily an always rule to that. But a high percentage chance that there's a big kid be getting involved here. What if, is this photo shoot? Are they going on vacation here? Uh, maybe the Guinness World Record put them up in a hotel. Guinness World Record was like, "Hey, if we're gonna do an article, 
we're going to need some, because, you know, they used to do the book in the old days. Right. They mm. need some relatable life photos, you know? I like how he's ringing the bell. Yeah. <laughs> She's right there, dude. <laughs> like, I'm just wondering how big those shorts are. Yeah. Like, that's a big pair of shorts. Yeah. Like, a guy like you could go swimming in those right. shorts. No. <laughs> Tallest yeah. couple ever. Look at that. All right, last one. Probably the most realistic cavalry charge you will ever see. Roll the clip. This is from uh, Reddit. Interesting as F. Noise or no? No. So, obviously, this is for a movie, but obviously the intent was not Boom. for this horse to go at it. I think. <laughs> I don't think anybody called for that because I feel like someone could have lost their life there in those eight seconds. So, a horse is charging through a group of people and Dressed up flying. in uh, medieval armor. Yeah, but you don't see it coming. No. No, because it's a movie for sure. Because at the very end, you can see the guy on the left has the camera. Look to the bottom left. See yeah, that? Yeah. It's a movie, but for sure the dude got, these dudes got hammered by the horse. I think the horse, I don't know. You tell me. Was oh, that, is he out? It the, looks like it. Yeah. The front guy. It looks like the front guy's KO'd. I mean, you know also, how. Also, he's not holding right? a weapon here. You know how big. Oh. He's not holding anything. He's pretending to hold something. What? You know how like they're all holding swords? There's nothing in his hand. Look. The guy in front? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, no, yeah. he was just preparing. He's a stunt man. Yeah. He was preparing to go. I just felt like the way I think the horse was supposed to hit him and then maybe up. I don't mm -hmm. know. Because mm -hmm. it was so close to trampling right. people. And I don't know. Maybe they have the enough armor on underneath the other armor. Imagine Ooh. having that job. They're like, you're gonna roll straight Wait. through him. You're like, really? They're like, yeah. I want you to hit it full blast. And this guy's your brother. Ooh. Boom. Yeah. I don't know what movie. Does this uh, scroll down well? Hopefully somebody says. Uh, horses, yeah. Realistically, the horse would also be wearing armor. They might be like, yes, finally, I will destroy you. Horses have a tendency to take their faith very seriously. Oh, okay, it's just a bunch it's of a snarkies. Bunch. Horse memes. I don't know the movie that that's from. Maybe somebody does. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure somebody does. There's all kinds of horses in movies, though. And all kinds of guys in metal armor in movies as well. Oh, I haven't heard this song in a while. You went back to this song, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you uh, very much to everybody that joined. Um, I want to order a... Oh, people say it's King Henry. King Henry. I'd like to... I'd like to order a... I'd like to have a... <laughs> Wait, Will, I could have done an outro on my new gadget. All right, let's hear it. Dude, no, you can leave. You leave the music. I'll just play along. But... Jeez. A little hot there. Ha, 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 ha.